a lot of people associate innovation with like disruption and this whole thing. It's not about disruption. It's literally about moving this old world to the side and creating an entirely new way. And relationships are at the forefront of that. Welcome to SheEO.World, a podcast about redesigning the world. I'm your host, Vicki Saunders. In each episode, you'll hear from SheEO venture founders, women who are working on the world's to-do list. These innovative business leaders are solving some of the major challenges of our times. Please sit back and be prepared to be inspired. Good morning, Melina. So good to have you here today. Oh, good morning, Vicki. So glad to be here today. <laughs> we had uh, an incredible conversation recently about uh, not on a podcast and decided in the middle of it, we have to do a podcast uh, of your journey as an activator uh, and how you came in and all of the stuff you're doing to help ventures. And so I wanted to just share with the community uh, some of the different journeys that activators are on um, because oh we don't have a set path, right? Of what it means to be an activator. At all. And, and I think that's one of the biggest um, surprises when I joined CHEO. My, my first year was, so I'm a third time activator. Uh, really excited for, for all that's to come, especially in the coming weeks, um, being based in Canada. Um, and mainly, I discovered right away that it wasn't really about being like with other like-minded people. It's nothing about, you know, having similar perspectives at all. It's, it's actually very different <laughs> minds coming together. So, so I think off the bat, uh, just in kind of speaking about all of the different ventures, yeah, I mean, there's um, probably every industry, every um, business that I could have ever even imagined, or sorry, never could have even imagined uh, working with. But yeah, yeah so, so the journey is uh, one of, I guess, curiosity to start with and wanting to know how women do things or women, uh, people identifying as women do things differently. Um, having historically worked in a really, uh, <laughs> in the fashion industry, which is um, unfortunately uh, an industry that's largely, largely, I think, been built on uh, exploitation on, of natural resources, of people, of relationships. Um, and, and so coming from that, really just wanting to see something different. Mm. Um, and I, I, I couldn't have been more more happy <laughs> to see how, how different CEOs operate. Um, Can I just start? So let's yeah, ask a little me. question about like, so tell me a little bit about, so your background. So yeah. you fashion for a long time. How'd you, so tell us a little bit about that and then how you were oh, right. CEO and then what made you walk in the door? Oh my gosh. Okay. I have the weirdest background ever. Oh, well, yeah. We have a lot uh, of weird backgrounds. <laughs> all of us. <laughs> yeah. I'm a, a teacher. Uh, I'm trained as a teacher originally um, a long time ago. Uh, so teacher wasn't happy. Uh, I felt that, you know, in teaching it was really rewarding, but I didn't feel like I had a lot to contribute. Um, uh, having sort of started that part in a really, I was, I was young at the time. <laughs> um, and so I had a friend who was a designer, Canadian designer. Um, and he said, you know, I think, I think this isn't for you. Like, you know, you're, you're a really creative person and, and, you know, um, we spent a lot of hours speaking with one another about fashion and design. And I just wound up hanging out at his studio uh, after work. So I would go there, show up, 
he'd give me some swatches to cut and and was very kind <laughs> to just sort of sit and chat and um, eventually asked me to start working for him. Um, and that's how I made the switch. I left teaching and started working pretty well for free, um, just kind of showing up and doing whatever had to be done. And um, and then slowly, slowly sort of learning the the guts of the business and um, and that's really where I was my, it was my first exposure to, um, to an entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial mindset. And, um, and then I, over the course of four years, I wound up sort of running that business. Um, we were doing extremely well. And, and then I switched into sort of the, the big uh, fashion world with, a, with a, an international uh, label. So, so I've learned a lot and that was about 10 years ago now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so, um, and then in terms of Shio, uh, just having seen so much in the industry. So for example, more so when I was working specifically with this Canadian designer, how much control uh, big retail has over these small brands. And um, to the point where, you know, so you, you work so hard to develop a seasonal collection and a beautiful offering of products and all of the creativity in the world goes into it. And um, you put everything you have and, um, and then sort of the retailers come in and start picking it apart and either buying it in a way that is incredibly um, small so that, you know, you can barely produce what you need to to pay your people and get by for the season or they'll buy it incredibly large and then you'll, you'll scale massively. And what would happen and, and what did happen many times um, to many Canadian designers is that you would scale up so quickly and then the retailer would drop you a season in saying, uh, you know, your sell through is not high enough or, or whatever the, the reason that they come up with is. So um, just seeing how um, a bit of the carelessness in that and um, and certainly the monopolies that control mm. the retail industry uh, is a bit scary. So um, having experienced all of this, <laughs> looking for a, 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 you know, a, a different way of doing business. And actually my husband initially found CEO and he was like, oh, there's this really cool group. It's like this startup group and, and um, you should really consider joining. And I looked into it a little bit further and, and I did. And um, and yeah, and, the, and year one was strictly, was, was purely observation. Um, what I really noticed off the bat about CEO was that your meetings are phenomenal. <laughs> um, they're run so efficiently and I'd never seen something like that before in my life. Yeah. So I really, really enjoyed, <laughs> I really enjoyed being part of the meetings and just seeing, um, all of these people coming together on, on these, working on these amazing, you know, United Nations SDGs um, is really cool. So, and then what happens is um, you can participate as much or as little as you want. And <laughs> so year one was, was probably um, just, again, observation, but, but then um, really getting to know the founders um, and wanting to help in any way that I could um, with my skill set and experience. So it wound up sort of being, I, I was channeled into, into retail, um, and sort of helping out the, the, uh, ventures with navigating this, you know, sort of crazy landscape that we're in. Um, yeah. Right. And, and, yeah. Tell me. 
No, no. So, okay. So you, you basically looked at how could I take my skills yeah. and, and plug them in like an experience to the ventures. And so how did you do that? Like, did you just reach out to the ventures or what, what's the story behind that? Oh, okay. Well, my gosh, I guess it really started on, I, I didn't even, I didn't even really know how passionately I would become about so many of the ventures. And just when you really at a human level, see these ventures open up their business to you entirely and sort of the transparency that comes with that. And you're able to look in and see exactly where you can help. So it's not just uh, watching, you know, uh, these businesses kind of take shape. It's actually them opening themselves up to you. And so it becomes this really beautiful relationship. Um, more so I noticed with the, with the impact of the pandemic, uh, starting with those venture calls every week. So really that's when it, it started flowing pretty well for me. Um, and just sort of connecting with anyone you have a, I sort of start with it, a natural in interest in the business itself. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. So it's not necessarily, I, I've actually uh, spoken with a few uh, young sort of uh, tech uh, women who want to become CEO members, but are, are a little bit worried about, you know, uh, the expectation of them as, as like natural sort of introverts who, who prefer to kind of sit quietly on meetings and are worried that they won't say the right thing or, or aren't in the right spot. But it's not like that at all. You can really uh, channel uh, like I did sort of my focus and my skill set to help as much as I could. Um, you can be an observer. You can, you know, um, focus really on the business development side, on the investment side. If you're also looking for for wonderful companies to invest in. I think that's the best, one of the best hidden secrets about CEO is that you have this collection of wonderful companies that are doing you know, the best work in the world and you're just able to watch them grow and follow along and support through, through uh, funding. And um, so yeah, there's so many different angles that you can be involved in. So yeah. let's get specific. Sure. So like, tell me a story. Or like pick your favorite, which comes up for you first and tell us the process. Oh my gosh, they're all my favorite. Um, yeah. So so with Nada, that was really, um, you know, again, with the pandemic, um, wonderful founders going through the worst time uh, imaginable, a business that's not prepared to completely, you know, um, go online. So I'll... All it is was a, literally a contact. I know someone who can get you online, a company, uh, Interad, who can get you online quickly. Here, please meet with them. Um, so that was, that was the Nada story. And that was huge, right? And that was huge for them. Because literally, they had closed their doors. Yeah. I mean, they, they closed their doors because they're yeah. bulk, uh, zero waste grocery store in Vancouver. Right. Right. Uh, and they were going to have no revenue. And yeah. I know you just say, oh, it's just a contact. But literally, this is the amazing thing that happens at CEO. You hear a story. And then totally. You say, oh, my God. I know someone who can help. And then Interad yeah. and created a whole online store and shifted her whole business from retail to e-com in I know. months and changed her whole trajectory. Totally. With one intro. Like, that's so powerful, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And we're trying to do the exact same or not the same, but in, in her industry for Satya as well, Patrice, uh, she has a product that really deserves um, to be at the forefront of beauty. It should be in everyone's purse. Uh, I was speaking with Patrice last night and um, 
and just saying how, you know, every night I, I use Satya as like a face mask. It's so hydrating. You know, you put it on and you kind of bake all, <laughs> all night in this really beautiful way and wake up with glowing skin. And, um, and, and so we're, we're talking about going after, you know, Sephora and all of these big beauty companies uh, together um, so that she can really have the product placement that she needs. This is so amazing because Patrice started by creating a cream for her daughter's extreme eczema. Right. Uh, eczema is how others yeah. pronounce it. And, yeah. and it ended up, people started to use it for all kinds of different things. And for you, right? This face mask, Jen, her cheekbone beauty uses it as like, you know, she puts it on her skin first before she puts on makeup. As a base, as like a primer. Yeah. yeah. The primer, yeah. Those are the words I don't use makeup. So yeah, no, no, it's okay. Uh, and, <laughs> Neither and, do I really, yeah. But this is what the community can start right. to do to your business. When you're out in deeper relationships oh with your customers, they see business opportunities for you, right? And that's, I think, oh, what really? happens with the activator community is you're literally walking into a completely different world. Of oh, absolutely. And then absolutely. for all of us to be connected with entrepreneurs, which we haven't normally been, right? Never. To be in that yeah. relationship and see how we can... Um, co-create things so those are great examples yeah yeah totally and um and then it, what's also amazing to see is how all of the ventures work with one another it's just that for me is so totally beautiful how like b with the linker is working with farm from a box and is working so as a as, as a venture i encourage i've actually reached out to a, a few uh, companies in the Toronto area, very small fashion companies. I'm like, oh, you need to, that are sustainably driven and, and um, women uh, owned. And I'm like, you have to apply. You have until November 2nd. It's the easiest thing to do, you know, such a, a simple process. But then from the activator perspective, um, as crazy as fashion is, there's a ton of young people who want to get involved in it. There, you know, it's, it's still so, um, so, so, so trendy to want to get involved in. So every week I have someone's sister, someone's cousin, someone who wants to speak with me who's super young and wants to get into the industry and wants to know what to do. And the first thing I recommend is better than any sort of, you know, a business program or MBA or any crazy thing like that, activate with CEO. Um, because the experience that you gain from that in working, you actually get to work on these businesses. You actually get to develop companies and, um, and works across so many different industries. Um, so, so that's something I found extremely valuable for myself. That's really cool. Because sure. yeah. A few years ago, I used to talk about this as a backstage pass yeah, to being totally. an entrepreneur, right? And, oh, I, yeah. it, and it truly is. I mean, if you step into it, uh, yes. there's just, you can, you can learn so much by observing right. on these calls, by reaching out to the ventures. And they're all, as you say, uh, in this community, we're all very open to support yeah. one another. I mean, we don't obviously want to waste each other's time. Can you tell me all about your business and your story? Cause if you had to do that a thousand times, you'd lose your mind uh, right. as an entrepreneur, yeah. but there's, there's a respect that comes into it. Um, yeah. that's really special. So you, you mentioned investing. Tell us a little bit about yes. how you decided to get into this. Oh, space. well, I, right now I'm, I'm in deep conversations with farm from a box because what I never knew based on the industry that I'm in is that is looking at the front of the, the base sort of infrastructure of the world and how that is food like that, that really is. And if people don't have access to food, nothing works. So in really looking at that closely, um, Brandy's solution with Farm From A Box is just such an incredibly, you know, it's, it's, 
so ahead of its time. It's such a wonderful, you're off grid, you're fully solar, you, you know, there's a pump and, and you, you have water. Um, there's an app that controls your, <laughs> your little yeah. farm and, and alerts you when, you know, there's levels that are critically low in the soil so you can make changes, changes. And so, and it's at, in that world, it's at an extremely accessible price point. So Farm From a Box just, you know, is such an exciting opportunity for me. So that's, that's one of the, the investments of both time and capital that, that I'll be moving forward with. Um, and then B with the Alinker, I mean, superstar. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, it's just uh, an incredible, incredible bike and super cool and changing so many lives for the better. Um, so, so that's another one um, that I'm working closely with. And, and, and yeah, there's just so much. Um, so it, it, it is a bit, Shio is sort of women sort of pushing and pulling each other forward. Like it's really, that's, that's totally, um, totally what it's about. So yeah. What have you learned? Oh my gosh, so much. <laughs> yeah. I've learned truly in terms of scale, I, I, how to scale a company and how, like I've really, uh, come to understand the complexities that are involved with that. Um, ha having been more of a passenger sort of in, in, in my career than, <laughs> than an active uh, participant in that, in that process. So just the, the, the incredible importance of moving capital to the right companies at the right time um, has been something really, really interesting for me. Um, right. Yeah, absolutely. And then, yeah, and just, just this sort of um, idea of starting where you are, using what you have, uh, opening up your network and seeing what beautiful things come. And that's been absolutely transformative for me, for sure. Oh, that's so great. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think a lot, lately I've been thinking an awful lot about uh, rites of passage um, and stepping from our old experience of how things are in our, in whatever work environments we're in and, right. and kind of walking through the door into sheeo.world yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and how it can be different when you change those conditions, when you create this, when you have this agreement, uh, to be radically generous with one another and, and that kind of spirit just creates completely different relationships. Oh, completely. Right. Yeah, completely. It, it's funny because a lot of people associate innovation with like disruption and this whole thing. It's not about disruption. It's literally about moving this, this sort of old world to the side and creating an entirely new way. And it's just such relationships are at the forefront of that. Um, and imagination whereas, yeah. for me, right? Like I and think this is the totally. thing. Like there's totally. just, uh, the more that things sound like the opposite of what we've done in the past, the more likely I think they're going to be successful <laughs> in many ways, right? Like when someone says something to me and I'm like, oh yeah, that sounds kind of rational. I'm like, yeah, it's never going to work. Never, never uh, work. But yeah. when someone says something like so completely different, you're like, what is this? You know, totally. uh, so I see that a lot at CEO. Oh, absolutely. And I think what's happened even just through the pandemic is that it's actually, um, it's, it's progressed it so much quicker. So I think right now we, we're starting to lose those big chunks of the old world a lot faster because, you know, the, the, especially when it comes to women, 
they're, we're resourceful, you know, <laughs> in terms of one another and, and sort of in pivoting and to see that, you know, I, I was reading um, just recently, the fashion companies have come together and they've signed this fashion pact and it's all about climate action and stuff. And then I saw the timeline. I don't know if you saw this, Vicky, it was on, did you see that? By 2050. <laughs> I know, I'm like, 2050? Are we still gonna be on this planet by then? At the pace we're going? We're giving ourselves a deadline of the apocalypse to, <laughs> to get there. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, just looking at the past few months and how we've pivoted all of these companies. And these are serious, you know, significant companies. There's, there's significant capital being moved around here and we're able to, to do that so quickly and just sort of looking at the old world, taking a year to come up with, you know, a strategy that says we're going to take until 2050 to, to become carbon neutral, not even to become neutral. So, right. Right. It's, so it's amazing. I, I was on a, 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 another one of these crazy zoom calls with uh, the CEO of a $25 billion global corporation. And he was wow. just very clear saying, we are not the answer. It is not going to happen through large corporations. We can't move yeah. fast enough. We need to figure out how to get capital into those socially and environmentally sustainable run yeah. organizations that are small and medium sized and networked and scale those out globally, totally. not through building big, huge entities, but like replicating these models in other countries. And it's, we need a whole different way of looking at it. So totally. uh, yeah, I think we're, and thank you very much for helping each of these ventures and helping yourself, right? Like it's all, it's a co-created experience for us. Yeah. To, to create the future. So thank you for being yeah. an activator and thanks for stepping all in. Oh, I'm in. Yeah. Really good. Thank you, Vicki. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the CEO.world podcast. If this conversation resonated with you, please share it with a friend and subscribe on your favorite podcast player. If you'd like more information about CEO, please visit our website at CEO.world. That's S-H-E-E-O dot world.